What's up, y'all? It's the world famous Ben Lopez. Right here. Hey, you are now listening to the Sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast. Are you ready? Hell yeah. All right, here we go. What up, y'all? Back again with episode number 15 of the Scramble Life Podcast. Got my boy L Scratch on the other line. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, y'all. We back again. Valentine's weekend with another episode. Bringing you the news and the craziness of the world that you would like to hear. And uh, what's up, L? What you been up to, man, all week? What's up? Hey, man, you know, today is love day. You know what I'm saying? I just been chilling, hanging out. You know, we got hit with some snow over the past week or two. So I'm still, yeah, about 36 inches out here still in my motherfucking, you know, front of the place over here. But, you know, everything cool, everything love, love, man. How's everything going on? Everything is good. Life is getting busier. I got uh, some more obligations at work. So that's more time taking off my plate, Mm. which, you know. Okay. Hopefully, it'll end up in some extra money and more money at the end of the day. But, uh, yeah, I got to pay more attention to that. So, on that note, also, I want to say, you know, we apologize for not showing up last week and doing a show last week. But, you know, sometimes both of us just yeah. have things going on because we both live in the real world. We ain't no full-time podcasters, no full-time YouTubers or anything like that. You know, stuff come up. But yeah. That's right. We living up to the name, baby. Scramble life. Life is scrambled. So, when we get to the pan, we're going to cook it up for y'all. That's right. That's right. We're going to do what we do. So what I want, you know, there's a couple of things we wanted to talk about last week, and, and we didn't get a chance to do it. Uh, one thing in particular was, particular was Gorilla Glue Girl. Are you familiar with that whole thing? Oh, man. Poor sister, man. God damn. And I told you, GC, if we read, all you got to do is read, y'all. But go ahead, G. Go ahead. Let, let, let them know what's going on with Gorilla Glue Girl. Well, I'm not going to go too de- in-depth in the story because I'm pretty sure by now everybody has read the story. But this girl named uh, Taseka or something like that, she's in her 40s. Uh, she's an uh, influencer or some shit like that on YouTube, and she has a channel. But what she did was she tried to straighten her hair out with Gorilla Glue. So basically... It's already some type of chemical girls use to flatten their hair and make it look real straight or wavy or whatever on their head. So she decided to use Gorilla Glue, thinking it can Dumb shit. do the same thing. So she put the shit allegedly, put it on her head, and <laughs> then, then, then her hair got stuck on her head in that one position. So this went on for about a week in the media. Everybody talked about it. So at the end of the day, and I think she sued Gorilla Glue too, just like the people sued McDonald's for not having on the cup where it says, uh, you know, too hot or can be hot. So she may have sued him too over the week, but she eventually got all that glue out of her hair. And when she did, she went to this doctor and he used a combination of like uh, alcohol and some other things to break it up. I originally said she should have used uh, turpentine. To break that shit. Damn, that's old school. I know, but that shit could break up a lot of shit, man. That oily, acidic type texture, it could break it up probably, but they used alcohol. So she went into the hospital and got that taken care of. And, and, you know, that's the end of that story right there. But that shit was crazy, though. Like, why Gorilla gorilla Glue? You really want to be hot like that? I mean, damn, baby. Listen, I don't need you looking that fine, boo. Take take it easy, baby. Know, Get that man. straight, and what they what they call that shit, the straight uh, iron and comb, if you got to do it that way. Yo, I like my girls all natural anyway, but yeah. goddamn Gorilla Glue, B, come on. Man. Yeah, I mean, that just, and it, I think it just goes to show that black women in particular, a lot of them are following the ways of the trannies. Think about it. Oh, shit, word? Just think about it. With all the over-excessive makeup, Eyelashes, longs, a rug, just crazy shit, man. Like, come on now, you don't even need all that. But she's the prime example, and you know this is what she got. She ain't gonna be the last one. So, my sisters, my queens, you are beautiful the way you are in all your splendor naturally. Please do not adjust or modify yourself to extreme measures where you're gonna endanger your life or your natural beauty. Don't do it. We love you just the way you are. I know, right? I had to put that disclaimer out there. God damn it. Pretty much, pretty much. So, you know, leave the Gorilla Glue alone and uh, just just do normal things with your hair. Use some grease or whatever <laughs> fuck y'all use out there for that shit and leave it Dumb diddy, dumb diddy, diddy, dumb, dumb. I mean, God damn, boy. Golly. 
Yeah, buddy. So, also in the news. Thank God she was all right, though. I did see the doctors, you know, doing their thing. Yeah, they so was thank working God she was... crazy ass. But this one on right here, too, uh, within the last couple of days. And we should have reported on this, too, about a week ago. But it's still a relevant story, so it goes a little something like this, y'all. Scummy motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put the shovel down. Get out of the way. Go ahead. Look at You know what? This is bullshit. You weren't calling me scummy motherfucker. I'll knock your goddamn head off your shoe. Motherfucker. You go fuck yourself, you fucking queer. Call me a scummy motherfucker. Step out here. I'll knock your ass out. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking scum. I'll make your life live in hell live in your dickhead. Really? What? You heard me. Fuck you, you fucking scumbag. You would probably. You're the fucking scumbag. You don't fucking bother with nobody. He's got a gun behind him. He's a fucking You're a pussy. Fuck you. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Oh, he talking that shit now. Are you okay? No, that motherfucker not okay. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. oh my god. What happened? Yeah. What happened? Call 911. What happened? Just call 911. Go get my phone. Oh my god. What happened? No. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. 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 Oh shit. Finished him. He ain't even wheezing no more. Okay, so what what happened? Let me explain this for, for the people that didn't see this clip. So this was out in Plains, Pennsylvania. So it was a couple that lived right across the street from this guy. And if you live in the city that's where it snows, you know sometimes you got to figure out where you're going to put your snow at, right? Because you can't that's leave right. it in the path where you drive. Where you drive. Mm -hmm. So apparently what the couple was doing was pushing the snow across the street in front of the guy's property. Now, it didn't look like the guy had a sidewalk there, so they kind of like was just piling up on that side where, you know, traffic was still mm -hmm. able to get through or whatever. If you walk around there, I guess you just have to walk on the street. So he didn't like mm -hmm. that. And I've seen this before growing up. People actually went to court over this before. But in this case right here, as you heard, the couple was going back and forth with the guy. And you heard what they were saying. They was calling him all types of shit. Yep. And mm -hmm. they were just going and going and going and going, talking tough shit. He went in the house and got the hammer. And he went crazy on the asses. So the wife, she was talking the most shit up in the front there. Popped her ass a couple of times. She out in the middle of the street. Popped the husband. He tried to run back in the house. And then he dropped somewhere below the camera because you couldn't even see him. But you could hear him wheezing after he got shot. So the guy went back in the house. The wife still laying down there. Talking about she couldn't believe in, oh, my God, and all this shit. Then the guy came back out and popped her ass again, as you heard. Popped her in the head that time. Popped the guy, silenced his ass, and that's the end of the story right there. And then the guy eventually killed himself. Cause I guess he just said, okay. Yeah, got, there I, was some I got the shit off my chest. Now I don't have to kill myself. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say because uh, for, for folks that didn't see the video, right. I think homegirl, the wife, had pulled out first and shot, let one off in the air. Okay. And then Nashville triggered homeboy to actually go get his joint. Like, oh, really? Oh, we busting off? Right. And then he came back, like, on some shit. Like, oh, see, y'all done started some shit. And when he came back, 
he came back like, nah, fuck that. Now, see, G, you and I both know, all right, when you shoveling snow, you ain't got to put that shit in front of nobody else's spot. If you throw that shit in the middle of the road, the, the, the people going to come by the city or whatever, and they're going to scrape that shit up. They're going to push it to either the left or the right. Or the Whoever cars is going to flatten it. it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Whoever going to get it, going to get it. But what you do is you don't put that shit in front of your neighbor, B. You don't do no shit like that. You throw that shit in the middle of the road and let the city handle that. Now, for you to come out there with guns blazing, popping in the air, popping all that hot shit, I mean, listen. We do not condone and provoke violence on the show, or we don't want anybody to be killed or murdered. However, in this situation, you got a couple that's going at this dude. I've seen the video. The nigga lived up a hill, up a ramp. So when he drives his shit down, he got to deal with a whole bunch of, he could slide down. It's a whole bunch of, like, safety shit he's dealing with. Yeah. So now you got people across the street busting off at me in the air. Come on, y'all. Why y'all doing that, first off? The way he slaughtered them though was straight out of the fucking Netflix movie. Oh, dude. Man. I mean, that it was it was it was crazy, dog. Come on, mad man. You know, then, <laughs> yeah, man. He yeah. Was mad. And then you seen the neighbors you seen the neighbors come from over there like, oh shit, they came, they looked, and then they seen them coming back down, they jetted out the scene like, all right, fuck it, he he coming back. Like he he bodied them, put them on the ground, then came back to make sure he finished them. Yep. And yo, yo, G. I got to give you credit because I was trying to find that audio and that audio be because the video, we just seen visually what happened, but to hear that audio, man, that's a horrible way to go out, man. Over some snow. I mean, God damn, y'all. He tore, wow. he tore their asses up. And then their name is the Goys. Let's see here. According to the statement, Jeffrey Spade of, of 6 West Bird Street and James and Lisa Goy of 13 West Birds. Uh, they were all outside shoveling their driveways and clearing off their cars. The Goys were shoveling the snow across the road and throwing the snow onto Mr. Spade's property. Spade wow. asked them to stop, uh, which, start, which started an argument between the two parties. Now, the district attorney's statement continues to say that during the argument, Mr. Goy threw the tool he was using to clear snow from his car and walked up to Spade with a fist. Hmm. Mm -mm. Okay. So mm -hmm. then when Spade went into his house while the Goys continued to yell and reportedly made some threats, after that the situation took a daily turn. Now this, you know, sometimes you just gotta call the cops and shit. Or like I told you now, G, people did back in the day, just take them to court, you know, either one. Take them to court. Yeah, so now G, you said this is in uh Pennsylvania? This is in Pennsylvania. So this is backwoods, Pennsylvania, uh Plains mm -hmm. Township. So that's probably somewhere Oh know, yeah, they get a lot of snow out yeah, there. They get yeah. a lot of snow out there. Yeah, that's work. somewhere around there like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. up in the mountains. Yep, pretty much up in the now, mountains up in there. Now, see, that's why I say if you're gonna move out somewhere like that, make sure your neighbors ain't too close to you because out there you're in the wilderness. Pretty much. So you don't want to have to encounter no nigga. You could walk out and just see him right there. No, B, I need y'all to be an acre away right all right i i'm sorry man because don't fuck yo listen b i'm over here handling my business don't come over here dog if you come over here that means you it's a problem you need some help or you gonna get some help you don't want to get no. <laughs> you know what i'm saying Shit. pretty much you know what i mean pretty much so yeah they, they're done but you know if you guys have issues in your neighborhood like that you know what to do let's call the cops don't don't Cause you don't know what these people got nope. in their house, especially out in the, in the fucking woods. You know everybody got guns out there. Hey, and I was about to say, G, you, you, we can't even say you don't know what people got. We know what they got. They got that shit. Don't play yourself. They mm -hmm. got that shit. Don't think you won't get it because look, such an innocent thing like shoveling snow. Who would have thought? Right. We don't know if these people got kids in the house that was. And now look, man. If you see that video, your heart is going to be broken because it's like, come on, just shovel that snow, put it this way, put it that way. Why are you messing with a man across the street and popping off with him and look look what you got? I right. mean, dang. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty brutal. But that's the end of that one. And, uh, you know, shit, don't throw no snow on nobody else's property and be beefing with them over some dumb shit like that because you might end up dead. So on that note, what we're going to do is we're going to get into the next segment of the show.
teacher sex, y'all. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm going back to school. I keep telling y'all I'm going back. I know, right? So this week for Teacher Sex, we got a double feature. Ooh, like a double feature DP. movie. Yeah, so get ready Come for on, this baby. one. Come on. All right. All right now. Shit. We in the COVID era, but guess what? Guess what? Guess what? These teachers are still fucking these kids more than ever. So let's nah, talk about you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. So we're going to get into this uh, and start off with mm. this one right here, this two-part feature. So we got two female teachers. Yep. Two female high school teachers accused of group sex with male student. Uh, group? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, G. You ain't just gonna slide that past the pool. Say that again. Two female high school teachers accused of group sex with male student. Not just single sex or you don't fucking with you. Did they they, they probably was sitting in the lunchroom drinking coffee, eating, <laughs> eating lunch like you know what? Gaming. Like yo, Gaming. Well, how about Gaming. And they probably know each other. They couldn't know each other from college, or they might just be cool like that. But they probably was like, you know what? They we run train on this motherfucker or something. So let's get into the story. So you got Rachel Respis and Shelly Defrenze for Defrenze. Let me pull up. Yeah, let me pull them up. Hold on, see how they look. Mm. Yeah. All right. Come on, shit. All right, now, Rachel. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So, okay, this was out in, in Gretna, Louisiana. All right. So, mm-hmm. two teachers are accused of having group sex with a student in Louisiana after school officials told authorities the 16 year old was bragging to his classmates. And it's always the same case, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, he was 16. Now, the one chick, uh, Shelly, she's 32, and Rachel, she's 24. All right. Hey. So they had sex with the teenager at Respis apartment in Kenner outside New Orleans. They teach at nearby uh, Destrehan High School. All right. So mm-hmm. they reported that uh, they posted bail and left jail on Thursday. Uh, DeFrenze also is, cu- is accused of having sex with the teenager at home in Mons. All mm-hmm. right. So both women face charges of carnal knowledge of a juvenile, indecent behavior with a juvenile, and contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile. Authorities say they were tipped last week when officials told them one student was bragging to others about a sexual relationship with the teachers. All right. So that's pretty mm-hmm. much how that one right there goes. And uh, what's your thoughts on that one right there? My boy had a double I mean- play at the age of 16 now. Man, let me tell you something. I think my man uh, Rick James made a song called She Was Only 17. <laughs> 17. But she, she was, was sexy. sexy. <laughs> Woo! Now, let me tell you, for a boy, now for a boy, see, girls, they just experiment and they go, for a boy at 16, that's like, that's our power peak. Like, we beginning, we just, Hell we yeah. thrust in at that point. So to have 2G, come on, dog. Come on, at 16, I ain't had that. I would have been, if I would have had, I, now, going into my 17, 18, I would have been the man in my mind, I'm saying. I would have been like, what? I don't have two, B. What y'all talking about? That, yeah. This whole territory, I, I'm conquering all this shit. <laughs> and the fact that they teachers. Yeah. I'm instructing my teachers on shit. Now, that's a whole nother level, baby. You know what I'm saying? I got a whole you ain't got no sound effect, no clap for this one. Hey, yo, clap this motherfucker up. This is again. This boy, woo! Where we was at, Louisiana? Yes. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right on the outskirts of uh, Louisiana, uh, New Orleans. So, yeah. New, oh, yeah, down in the dirty, dirty now. Man. We got to play that. You see both of them. You see how they both look, too. 
They got their little blonde mm-hmm. highlights in there, and this, yeah, that, and the other. Yeah. Look at them, man. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yo, but G, now so. we do got to play devil's advocate and, 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 you know, just to be on the safe side of the fence. Fuck and go that now shit, no. this, <laughs> 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 If this was the other side of the fence and this was a 16-year-old female, we do not condone, you know, sexual abuse of any minors. We do not do that on the show. And we have to say if this was a female who got banged down or who banged two of her male teachers, we would probably there would be a whole nother topic of discussion here. Let's yeah, be honest. But yeah. for men for for men, we have to say this is something where we are experiencing, we are beginning a journey in life to where this is our natural innate ability. So when you have two females, all right, on the other side who actually are your teachers and instructors, that is an accomplishment. All right. That's why we applaud something like this and this is why we acknowledge it as such because as a man. it's like wow this is Yes, as a man, all right? But we do not condone child abuse, sexual abuse, sex trafficking, none of that. So just want to make that clear. So we're about to get into story number two. All right, we already had story (laughs) number one. This is a double feature week. So this one right here is in the same state, which is crazy. So it's something going on. Nasty-ass Louisiana. Nasty-ass Louisiana. Something in that water. Something in that water. Oh... But uh, <laughs> Louisiana, on, a teacher has Come sex on. with teen exchange student. That's husband watched. That's husband. Woo! Let go. Cuckold. I'm going to read this one, and then we're going to talk about cuckolds. But go ahead man. and say what you had to say. No, I'm just going to say, man, we, we, we brought these things to y'all for the past couple weeks. But we are going to announce that this is actually going to take on a life of its own. This may actually be a separate situation that we're going to have to discuss on another platform because the these are the incidents. Yeah, the cat's out the bag, y'all. And this seems like, and I'm not going to say it's a problem, but I'm going to say it's of concern when you have a situation where children are supposed to be educated and they're getting predominantly sex education while in school. I'm not opposed to it. I'd rather them learn there than go learn out somewhere else and get damaged and get STDs and all like that. But like we, this, gee, this is I, I gotta applaud this thing. Let's go. Second all right, story. All right, here go. we go. So this is the next story right here. So a female teacher allegedly engaged in sexual intercourse with a 15-year-old foreign exchange student while her voyeur husband watched. So, Kimberly Wellman Rich is accused of sleeping with the teenager while he was staying at her place in Louisiana. Because you know what happens with the foreign exchange students when they come to your town from Paris, Africa, or wherever. They stay with, like, students sometimes, or they stay with teachers. Mm -hmm. So, in this case, the kid kid was staying at her crib right here. Because her fake eyebrows, as you see, they thought she... Her spot was legit. So basically, authorities received an anonymous tip in January before they launched an investigation to the teacher, an employee of the Lafayette Pierce <laughs> school system. Bless you. Thank you. So, yeah, they did an investigation. She works for Lafayette Pierce school system, as I just said. So now, Wellman Rich has been charged with felony carnal knowledge of a juvenile once again, indecent behavior with a juvenile. Encouraging or contributing to child delinquency and contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile, KATC News reported. So let's get into the husband. <clears throat> His name is Jeffrey Paul Rich. All right. So Jeff, her husband, was also charged. And guess what he got hit with? Hmm. Voyeurism. Nah, he got hit with accessory charge. <laughs> accessory? Come on. Oh, Damn. Yeah. And for those that's that don't know what an accessory shit. charge is, is okay, let's say you were in the drug house and the drug house got raided and you ain't selling mm-hmm. drugs, you might get hit with an accessory charge. So since he was you there. You was there. You was there, nigga. He was in on the play. <laughs> so he got hit with an accessory charge uh, after the fact to felony carnal knowledge of a juvenile and contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile. So the couple has mm-hmm. since been bonded out of jail. Authorities said Rich right. had firsthand knowledge of the sexual relationship between his wife and the student, who cannot okay. be named for legal reasons. That's uh, right. That's the international right. shit, man. Come on, y'all. So the duo, <laughs> they call him a duo, is accused 
of letting the team, <laughs> now check this out, they're accused of letting the team drink and smoke weed in their home. <clears throat> the Lafayette mm-hmm. Parish School System is aware of the allegations of inappropriate conduct by one of our employees, the school system said in a statement. Now, another quote they mm-hmm. said was, allegations of this nature will continue to be taken very seriously and we will uh, be thoroughly investigating this case. All right, so never will the alleged inappropriate conduct of an employee be taken lightly, they said. LPSS is fully cooperating with law enforcement investigation uh, because this is a personnel matter. No further information will be provided. So meanwhile, uh, Pan Atlantic, uh, the firm responsible for the Fort and Stane students, uh, that's the firm they go, the school system uses, also provided statements to the news, and they said, Quote, we are aware of the allegations and have been providing information to the local and regulatory authorities. So they're dealing with authorities over there, too. So this shit might go international, y'all. Uh, it's going to We have been working with the student, the student's uh, natural family, and all stakeholders hmm, to ensure the student's safety and the privacy of all concerned. Uh, Pan Atlantic is a mission-driven organization. <laughs> That has a strong commitment to ensuring the safety of all persons who participate in these highly regulated programs. It continued. So they also said, uh, because we have an obligation to protect the privacy of those who participate in these programs, no further information will be provided. So also earlier this week, uh, MEAWW reported how uh, Brooke Wright, a former teacher in Ohio, was sentenced to four years imprisonment for engaging in sexual activity with a 14-year-old teenager Dang. who had behavioral issues so they'd be praying on them cash too uh so during her plea hearing in september 2020 assistant prosecutor sage brown accused her of taking advantage of the vulnerability of the teenage boy and mm-hmm. having sex with him according to the columbus dispatch so the 40 year old mm-hmm. uh was accused who hails from Guyana. Uh, was a former teacher and administrator at uh, Ventures Academy, a school in Delaware that provides an alternative education program for a safer and more structured learning environment for students with special mm. needs. So I know this is turning to story number three, but that goes in that one right there, and that's just another example of what's going on with all that crazy shit out there. And that's this week's teacher sex. So this one right here, let's go ahead. No, I just want to say, G, hold on, before we go into that, you now you said 40-year-old. Is this teacher 40 years old? No, no, no. It was going actually to another situation, and they were just using okay. that as an example because it was another teacher at sex situation out in Ohio where somebody got four years. But that's something totally different, but it got crossed between but, that last story right there. But um, I want to say, I just want to make sure that the mm. listeners understand, I'm looking at this teacher right here, and I got to be honest, G, I don't know about you, but me, yo, G, man, come on. I know that's her husband right next to her, but if they smoking him, they passing me weed and giving me alcohol, I'm going to do what I need to do because that's not a bad situation, dog. I'm going to be honest. It's really, especially for a kid, because you know how it is, man. Because we all wanted, when we was 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, we like wanted to party at some point. You know what I'm saying? You just right, man. Out the crib exactly. And shit. So exactly, you would have, imagine man. if you, your parents sent you to, I don't know, Toronto, wherever. Uh, the far UK out, or whatever. Just far out, away from home. Yeah, At fourteen, and you get there. Okay, this bra look halfway decent. You know what I'm saying? You, you can see in the picture. You know she still get down. Probably right. Like right. We're so, not talking. We're not talking about no fat, chubby out no, of no fat women. But we talking about a situation where, like, really? Oh, she's okay. the common milf. You look at her picture. The typical mm. soccer mom that you would see. So imagine you get Take there, that shit down. Yeah, baby. you chilling. She giving you trees and she giving you liquor and she putting on, man. Come on. Let the man's probably getting a strip show every day, but your man well, probably made it awkward yeah. if your man was there taping the whole thing and, and watching. Yeah, I think, yeah, as a young man, for me, that would have been a little <laughs> situation of like, why wow, he got to be here, though, you know? Uh, but what I wanted to get into was what her husband is. Now, he is basically what will be considered a cuckold. So I'm going to give you what guys is that? The, the definition the f- of a cuckold. All right. So I think. How you spell that? C U C K O L D. C U C K O L D. 
Yeah, so basically a cuckold is, is the husband of an adulterous wife. The wife of an adulterous husband is a cuck queen. In biology, a cuckold is a male which unwittingly invests parental effort in juveniles who are not genetically his offspring. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a weird way of saying hey. what it is, basically. But it, to sum it all up is this. A cuckold is kind of like a guy that allows his wife to dominate over him in a sex act. So, basically, and there's a lot, plenty of videos out there if you guys want to see this shit go down. So, like, a lot of times what these white women do is they'll find a black man and they'll have sex with them and have the husband sitting in the room. And it's like it could be, it could play out a couple of ways, but they'll tell the husband, oh, you ain't shit. Oh, his black dick is so good, this, that, and the other, so on and so forth. But that's basically what that is. And her husband is basically a cuck. So if you want to see what that is, you can go on any porno site and you'll probably be able to find what a cuckold is and see some videos. And that's what was going on with this 15 year old, 16 year old young man, this lady and her husband. Um, so, G, so, so, G, when I was on tour and I banged that chick down in front of her husband, I was a cuckold or he was a cuck? No, he, was, he was the cuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the cuck, unfortunately. Uh, a, cuck, a cuck or a simp. I mean, even if you over there banging somebody's wife out and the phone keep ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing, that's a simp. He might have cuck oh, qualities in him. Man. Yeah. Yo, G, this shit is going on today as we speak in America. Like, this is happening right now? Right now, every day. And that was just two stories from the week. Like like you said earlier, you let the cat out the bag. But we're going to turn this whole teacher sex thing. I'm tuning in, baby, because I like these shit. We're going to turn it into a whole another separate show. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much the end of this week's teacher sex. But what we're going to do is we're going to end it with the teacher sex theme song like we always do. <laughs> Come on, come on. Give it to me, give it to me. Uh huh. I'm on the honor roll. Yeah. Is what you need. Give it to me, give it to me. Yeah. Uh huh. Give it to me, give it to me. Fifty shades, baby. Teacher sex, teacher sex, yeah. Yeah, so that's that one, and we are done with teacher sex for the week. So, moving I love, on. I gotta say, love that part of the show, man. I'm sorry. I love it, man. I mean, we don't want <laughs> nothing bad to happen to children, but I love that part of the show, because it's reality, man. It's reality. It's reality. You know? And I, I, like I said, this has just been going on for years and years, and but... To me, the first big story was the one out in Seattle, Washington. Uh, mm -hmm. It was the one white teacher out there and the boy. What was he like? Uh, he was Samoan or some shit like that. And they, they even got, right. he even got her pregnant, I think. But that was like one of the yeah, first stories. Yeah, that's that was, right. That was probably almost like 20 years ago. But we'll tap into all that yeah. when we get into the show. We're going to get into some historic cases with teacher sex and current stories and things like that. Um, so that's yeah. pretty much that. Um, other than that, <clears throat> nothing else is pretty much going on. Um, we're going to get into nightclub violence in a bit. Um, but one media thing, bag, media bag. Media bag this week, man. <laughs> Let me think. Yeah. Media bag this week. You know, I was watching Doggy Diamond. Okay. And I haven't watched Doggy Diamonds in a while, but he had this one cat on there who was in the industry. He was talking about how he was robbing cats and, and a whole bunch of shit. His name was Kareem. Kareem something, man. He was around hip hop like back in the day in golden in the golden now, era. Now when you say robbing, you mean physically robbing or do you mean business wise robbing? No, like, physically robbing mean? cats. And he would go okay. on the road okay. with some acts too and whatnot. Like he was around Miss Jones. He was around Miss Jones and Mary when all that was getting popping. A lot of different situations he was around, but he was telling some damn good stories. 
And I mm. found that to be very interesting. Um, What's uh, his name? What's his name? His first name is Kareem, K-A-R-I-M. And uh, I can't remember his last name, but he did do the interview. With, he's just been doing several in- interviews with Doggy Diamonds over the last couple of weeks. But it's just pretty interesting if you like hearing those industry stories, those back-end stories on what really goes on and, you know, what these managers are really into. Actually, it's a special coming out on, I think, the A&E Network. We're talking about how you had to, you know, have somebody that was hustling or whatever with you if you was trying to put your shit That's out there. Right. And they had Dev Apney on there. They got uh, Too Short on there and a couple other people that we all know, your Haitian mm-hmm. Jack, so on and so forth. But I got to watch that one. So it, it, you can look that one up, too, and see where it's at and when it's coming on. But it's going to be on Amy, I think. But I definitely know it's going to be on Hulu. They've been advertising yeah. it like crazy. But other than that, um, I haven't really uh, – dealt with too much different media, too many different albums that I could think of this week that I was feeling. Um, I've been reading, actually, because like I said, I'm doing some different things at work here, and they got me doing this leadership shit. So one thing they did give me, you guys might want to check out, is Extreme Ownership, uh, How U.S. Seals Lead and Win. And this is by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, or Babin. And this was a New York uh, Times bestseller. So Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy Seals Lead and Win. That's one book I got on the table here I'm reading. Another one's like Five Levels of Leadership. That's another one. But other than that, that's my media bag for the week. How about you, man? Media bag for the week, I was able to get into, um, what's that shit called? American Skin, I think it's called. That. Um, that was a, uh, that's, that's a movie uh, about, I forget the brother's name, but he's a activist, uh, and um, it's about a, a, a couple. I don't want to give away too much. Something happened with the police interaction with their son, and uh, ends up at the end of the movie where they infiltrate a police station, and you know they do they take matters into their own hands, basically in regards to the law and legally holding this particular officer. Uh, in, in a, I want to say in the court of law, you know, for real people who, you know, you know, a lot of times in these situations, police get, uh, they get acquitted and uh, not charged, even though they uh, have uh, real actual evidence to where they are uh, exposed as being murderers and uh, killers. And the law does not, uh, provide justice to those families and this family took it upon themselves to hold justice in court for this police officer within his own precinct. Very, very good movie. Uh, the other thing that I, uh, did have in my media bag and not that I'm trying to promote it or anything, but it was very interesting just looking at it from the standpoint of business and marketing genius and, uh, how it goes to show us. I mean, gee, you and I, we both from the hip hop realm and we love the music industry, but Danny Hernandez, uh, uh, that was this people, morning, right? That was uh, well, actually, well, what what he just did, yeah, he just did something recently with Meek Mill. But I watched the uh, I don't, it's not a biography, but it was the uh, history and timeline of where he came from, why he did what he did, and why he went so hard, and how that whole thing with the gangs and everything uh, had a major part to do with his success in regards to why he is who he is today. Right. Uh, they call AKA, I think it's called, right? AKA Takashi 69 or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm not into his music, but just as far as the business standpoint and how he attacked, executed, and saw through his vision, remarkable story. Remarkable. Somebody referred it and recommended that I actually see it and, and, and take a look at it. And, and and understanding the full scope of what was going on, you know, outside of the music, just from a business standpoint, I got to applaud anybody who has success seeing through their vision and, and staying a course like that. You know what I'm saying? So that was something else that was in my media bag. That's about it, though. All right. But, you know, he got into some shit this morning, right? Oh yeah, that I, I I was watching that. Uh, that was uh, I forget where it was, but it involved Meek Mill. Yeah, uh, it was in a parking garage. That's right. You had let's about set, set 10, the story 12. up for the people that did not see it, and it's real simple nigga okay. shit. But they were in a parking garage, mm-hmm. may have been in Philly somewhere after a nightclub event or a concert. 
That's right. Meek Mill is in there. He's in there. Security teams on both sides. And Takashi's talking all this shit, pointing fingers. And Meek Mill saying stuff like, oh, man, you a rat. Why you here? This, 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 that, and the other. So I'm sorry. And I hate shooting on shit, but fuck it. I don't care. This is going to end up promoting some type of album or some shit or some reality show or something for the next, like, seven to 30, 40, 60 days or whatever the fuck. So be keep your eyes out for that one. It's teeny mm-hmm. bopper news. It is what it is, but that's that. All right, so that's it for that one right there. But what we're going to do right now is we're about to get into L's favorite, other favorite segment, nightclub violence, y'all. Here we go. This week's nightclub violence. This is one of the main stories from the past couple of days. Actually, this happened within the last 48 hours, I think. So, coroners identify a security guard murdered in North Charleston, North Charleston, South Carolina. All right. So, this went down. Uh, the Dorchester County Sheriff's Office says a security guard was murdered in an early morning shooting. All right. So, the DCSO says they and Dorchester Community EMS were assisted by North Charleston Fire, the Charleston County Sheriff's Office, and North Charleston Police when they responded to a shooting at 1.34 a.m. on Saturday morning. Okay, so Stephen Daniel Holmes, 28 years old, of Latson, was killed by gunfire at approximately 1.15 a.m. Saturday, the Dorchester County Coroner Office says. So emergency services says uh, they responded to an establishment known as, get ready, y'all, the New Jack City Nightclub, uh, which is in the 3700 block of Ashley Phosphate Road. All right. So this is the 37 block of Ashley Phosphate Road, which we, we might look up because we always try to see what areas these nightclubs are in. And just from doing some previous research on this club, it's a hood club. Like we always say, you got nice clubs people put money into, and then you got the Backwoods hood clubs, which ain't really invested in the sign in a long time, the DJ booth, the, the equipment, or anything too much. So, getting back to the stories, <laughs> authorities say uh, it has operated under various names in the past. So that club's been there for a while, and it probably has had different names for the same reason as what happened the other day. So uh, the DCSO says early 911 calls reportedly indicated that an officer had been shot. When law enforcement arrived on the scene, they say. Uh, they were able to determine that the male victim was a security guard employed at the establishment. EMS arrived, and the coroner said that they pronounced Holmes dead at the scene at 2.52 a.m. Uh, the coroner's office said the body will undergo an autopsy out there. Uh, da, 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 da. Detectives are still on the scene at 8 a.m., and they say basically they are continuing to investigate this case. And, of course, as usual, if you have any information, call authorities, this, that, and the other. So... Man, oh man, people are still taking security jobs at nightclubs playing crazy ass music in 2021. And you know, you gotta salute these guys. People are always talking about, you know, saluting the cops and military people. Man, shit. Would you do nightclub security in 2021? I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I think to me that's the most underrated, hard difficult, challenging job that's out there, man, because you, you, it's like you officer, you, uh, I mean, come on, you a psychologist. You got a lot of times, G I've seen dudes that got to calm down the most wild drunk out of their minds, the craziest person. And they do it with resolve, man. They do it where they could have handled it a different way, but they handled it in a way where it's like, it was calm. They don't want to fuck the business up. They're keeping that money coming in for the owner or that establishment. And you, like you said, we got to applaud them, man, because they that's a difficult, challenging job, man, for real. Yeah. I would not do that job today, like you said. No. Even if I was big, bouncer, brawny, muscular, 
gun, had my license to carry and all. Nah, I don't need that. That's just a problem waiting to happen. That's all that is. Yeah, pretty that's much. All that is. Pretty much. I mean, you know, you know, we both worked in the nightclub atmosphere, and that's some dangerous shit because you never know. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're working with security teams, because if you're working with a team of five or more, I mean, on, shit, girl. man. You don't know. Okay, you my boy, so yeah, you going in with your gun? They ain't gonna say, you know, you good, you good. Cause so you just never fucking know. I mean, I've been in shit where I've DJed and it's a fucking sawed off shotgun sitting there right under the goddamn table. Exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. See, that's what I'm saying. Come on, we know a lot of things that go on behind <laughs> the bar. Behind. It's shit that goes on in there. And like my boys, he, my cousin actually do security, did security. I ain't going to say who, but he's licensed and everything like that. But when shit goes down and you're on the other end of that table and they asking you, did you let this one in with something? Did you, they're going to know the truth. They know, they already know the truth. Your whole company, I mean, he's the owner. So your whole shit is on the line if something goes down. And nine times out of 10, when you're dealing with black folk, some shit is going to go down. Pretty it's gonna much. go down. Like I said, you. That's it's you bottom there, line. It's happening. You pouring drinks. You playing that crazy ass music, and this is what happens. You know. And mm-hmm. uh, rest in peace to the brother out there at that club. Yeah, rest uh, in peace. Uh, that, mm-hmm. brother, that was uh, false faith. Let's see what's that was. That was uh, thirty seven hundred block of Ashley False Faith Road. Hold on, man. I want to see what neighborhood this is in. This is just, I don't know much about South Carolina. That's like one of the states. Like I never really, I never really, I really have a connection out there for some reason. But hey, G, that that that's in the south and that's on the east. But that's wild, wild west, bro. I'm yeah. gonna tell you like that. That's a lot of open land space, and that's wild, wild west out there. Yeah. You can carry, you can have your joint on you in the car or on the seat. That's wild, wild west territory. 3,700, so I'm going to look at 3,700 and see what we see here. All right. So around that nightclub, you got a lot of businesses, apparently. Uh, You got Parker's Kitchen, Sky Tobacco and Vapor Store, car dealership, another Mm -hmm. car dealership, Cafe Event Center, which might be the joint where the shooting happened at. Um, but it's no yeah. listing of New Jack City nightclub, which, like I said, is probably just some shit somebody put a sticker on, and it was yep. it had a thousand names before. Because yeah, it's a couple of things around it. You got Pup in the Tub or Budget Rental Car Place. So it's a lot of commercial businesses around this area and car dealerships. And the club probably was in the plaza somewhere over there, and it's a church there. So right. yeah, that's that's that. And the closest city to where this shooting happened, which was in North Charleston, South Carolina. Let's see, the closest city. That everybody in the rest of the world know about. Charleston. North Charleston. Uh, I'm talking my way out in the middle somewhere. Dude, the, the closest city is North Charleston, Charleston, Mount Pleasant. That's out there, dog. I'm and telling you, everything else is just like road. small town shit. And the closest thing, closest civilization from there is like, shit, hold on a minute, though. Shit, Savannah, Georgia, <laughs> which is like yeah, kind of yeah, down, yeah. and you go up. Uh, well, Charlotte, Charlotte, and Columbia look like a couple hours away, but yeah, so that's way down there, right on the on the and edge of the water. On the edge of the water, and don't be surprised, see, there's still a lot of poverty down there, man. That's the yeah. south, and it's still in those open lands down there. People ain't, you know, it's people living. Yep. Or underneath the, that 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 what they call the income barrier or whatever it's called, they below yeah. poverty level. Sometimes they got to do what they got to do, man. So new Jack City nightclub, they probably just trying to come up, generate some income, and unfortunately, these are those things that happen, man. When you get a little bit of money stirring in the community, and these are the things that occur. Pretty much, pretty much. So. You know, rest in peace to that brother that got killed out there. If you guys are out there doing security at these nightclubs, if you DJing at these nightclubs, if you're working behind the bar, just be careful. And even if you got some shit going on in your life, just don't take it into these atmospheres because, uh, you know, you end up getting, real, a bunch, getting a bunch of people killed over some bullshit. You know, get so, back home to your family safe, man. Get back to your family safe. They need you more than that nightclub do. Pretty much, pretty much, man. So... Basically, we're at the 49-minute mark. 
we're going to be doing so a lot of different changes here with the show. Like I said, we might bump teacher sex into a whole nother realm, but it'll still be scramble on the Scramble it up, baby. Let's scramble it up, baby. On other platforms. We're going to talk about a lot of different yeah. things here with the Scramble Life podcast over the next couple of weeks. But just remember, Big y'all, G. the stakes is high out here, y'all. Keep it easy. This stakes is Big high. G. You got L Scra- uh-huh. Scratch on the other line, and we about to end the show a little something like this, y'all. Peace. Peace. Yeah.